Hi everyone, David Harris here with you for Criminal Injustice with a news bonus. The backlash against progressive prosecutors gets nastier. Now, we've talked here on Criminal Injustice and various news bonuses about how progressive prosecutors uh, have begun to be elected in many cities around the country. These prosecutors have run on uh, an unabashed platform of progressive ideas for criminal justice reform, getting rid of cash bail, changing enforcement practices, patterns, and policies by deciding which cases they will take from the police, uh, deciding that certain kinds of cases aren't worth pursuing at all. Uh, the first person to really hit it big in this, uh, with this idea of being elected from the far left, if you will, was Larry Krasner in Philadelphia. He was elected, though he'd never been a prosecutor. More than that, he was a civil rights lawyer who'd sued the police department how many times? I don't know. He was a defense lawyer, and he got a mandate for change in his election, and he's been trying to do that since. Now, there have been a number of people who followed Krasner and been uh, sort of the same kind of candidate in various places around the country. Uh, uh, and uh, I have talked here some about the backlash that some of these elected officials now face. It comes all the way from the top, with Attorney General William Barr speaking out against them, uh, from other local officials, both federal and state, and from people in policing, especially police unions, denouncing them in no uncertain terms. You can just see that they've figured out that these progressives in the prosecutors' offices, uh, that they are not going to do things the same old way, and the people who are interested in doing things the same old way, they don't like this one bit. So they're pushing back real hard. Well, the newest development is to see the pattern in backlash being particularly virulent when the newly elected progressive prosecutor is a black woman. And we've seen this in many places in the United States, but maybe nowhere quite as strong as St. Louis, Missouri. Now, famously, the area where Ferguson is located, though, Ferguson is in St. Louis County, and St. Louis City has its own prosecutor. Now, the prosecutor out there is called the circuit attorney, and that person is in St. Louis is Kim Gardner. She was elected in 2017, and really from the first moment faced intense opposition to do to the things that she wanted to do, the changes that she was elected to make. Uh, it is, as I've said before, kind of gross disrespect to the voters who wanted her in and wanted her to do the things that she promised to do. And yet she's gotten this very intense pushback. And she is not alone. Rachel Rollins in the Boston area, um, uh, Kim Fox uh, in Chicago, uh, Marilyn Mosby in Baltimore, uh, Aramis Ayala in Orlando, they have all faced this very sort of thing. So uh, Kim Gardner, after two years of this, have just decided, well, I've had enough. And she has brought a lawsuit uh, against the people who are trying to force her out of office, who are forming this kind of intense opposition against her. Uh, Gardner's lawsuit uh, is based upon a very old federal law. It's from the Civil War period. It allowed the United States government to crack down on organizations like the Klan and other racist groups. And she basically argues that St. Louis and all of these uh, affiliated groups and agencies and so forth 
have been acting just like these racist organizations. Um, she has really faced intense opposition. It's not clear that she's going to succeed with this, I have to say. Uh, it's not a perfect fit, this statute and what she wants to do. But nevertheless, the fact that this lawsuit was filed is a remarkable thing. And, uh, you know, th that was really driven home by the fact that she was joined in St. Louis for the announcement of this suit by a number of these other prosecutors. Rachel Rollins was there. Marilyn Mosby was there. Ayala was there. Uh, and they were all there in support of Kim Gardner because they felt they had faced the very same thing. So this is not a struggle that is going to be given up on by anybody. Uh, if the forces who wanted those at that office back thought that they were going to be able to get rid of these duly elected public officials, officials elected to do a particular set of things, well, they were sadly mistaken. These people are tough. They're going to hang in there, and they're even going to go on the offensive. Whether they will win the battle with that old Ku Klux Klan statute or not, I don't know. But it's an interesting kind of escalation in the fight. It shows that this is a long struggle. It will not be easy on any dimension. And Kim Gardner is not about to give up. We'll keep our eye on it for you. That's this bonus episode of Criminal Injustice. You can always find out what's in the news in the criminal justice sphere by going to our website, criminalinjusticepodcast.com. And you can also find there all of our interviews with some of the most interesting people doing things in the criminal justice world. I'm David Harris, and I'll be back with you next time. Criminal Injustice is written by David Harris and produced by Josh Rollerson. Find show notes and past episodes at criminalinjusticepodcast.com.